Welcome to Rune Walking in Modern Times with me, Ken. Rune Walker, shaman, psychic, healer, medium, podcaster, author, all of those other fun things that are included in that title. Knowing your path is what we're focused on here. For me, that was through the runes of Northern Europe, pre-Christian Northern Europe. Hopefully, with my experiences and the experiences of those people I speak to on the show, we can help you to know your path better. Welcome back, you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Calendar Year. (laughs) Not a new year for probably us some pagan folks. Um, welcome back, nonetheless, to Rune Walking in Modern Times. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your support and the energy you put into listening to the show and keeping it going. This year is going to be fun because I'm going to start adding in interviews into the lineup. We're going to be talking to other Rune workers or runamals or however we want to put it. Other folks who have serious experiences with the runes and, and who live them and love them every day and who experience the shit out of those things. So I'm really looking forward to you being able to hear their stories and their experiences and being able to um, share some of the people that I consider really cool and I consider... Uh, really great with the runes. So I'm looking forward to that, and I hope you are as well. In between the interview episodes, though, we're going to kind of keep going with different rune topics. Um, I think I'm going to begin um, putting some runes together so that we can talk more about the interrelatedness of the runes and how when different runes come up together, what does that look like and what does that mean? So... Maybe we'll start there for this first episode of the new year. So, welcome back, and uh, let's dig into the runes of pre-Christian Northern Europe. One of my favorite things to do, and actually it's the thing I do on my TikTok channel, is I pull three runes. I pull the first rune is the energy in which we're going to be engaging with that day. The second rune is how not to interact with that energy. And the third rune is how to interact with that energy. So let's dive in to doing that and see what energies we're going to be getting for this month of January. How about that? So, first rune we're going to pull will be the energies of January. So, the energy of January is going to be one that is embodied by Othila. We're going to get into all of these runes in just a minute. How not to interact with that energy for the month of January is Awas. How to 
interact with the energy of Othila in January 2023 is Isa. So, what the hell does that mean? I know that's what you're asking right now. You're thinking to yourself, what the hell does that mean? Ken Runewalker, crazy man. So, let's take a look at Othila first. If you want a bigger, broader description of each of these runes, please feel free to go back to the season four and season five, which are the 33 episodes where we discuss each of the runes individually. Um, so, Ophila. It's a rune of heritage. It's a rune of family land. It's a rune of genetics. It's a rune of, of the family, basically. You're looking at and talking about your familial relationships inheritance, all of those types of things, right? So during January, there's going to be a lot of energy and a lot of our threads in our own weirds and tapestries are going to be talking about or, or dealing with, consumed with the concept of family. How do we not interact with that? So the rune we pulled for that was Awaz, E-I-H-W-A-Z. Ewaz is a rune of the balance of life and death. It's also a defensive rune. It's also um, the concept of your plate's too full, so things fall off. So we need to make sure that we're getting things off of the plate before we're trying to put new things on the plate. It's a rune of letting things die and fall off. And, and actually being an active participant in that, removing things from your plate so you can take on new things, okay? So for January, we're not going to be doing that. We're not going to be filtering out our family members. We're not going to be cycling people out of our life and, and letting go of those things on a, on a bigger kind of grander scale. We're not going to be letting go of family. How should we interact with Ophila energy for January is the rune Isa. So Isa, if you remember, is a rune of ice. It's a rune of stillness. It's a rune of coldness. It's a rune of power. It's a rune of um, of uh, power. It is powerful. It's a glacier. It's a glacier. So it is powerful, but it's stillness and quiet, and it can really be winter as well. And since for us in the northern hemisphere, that's what we're dealing with. And that can be a little appropriate, but tying it back to Ulfila, there will be no movement, okay? Don't make any decisions about getting rid of family members. Um, don't make any decisions about cutting people out of your life, any of those kind of things. Just let things be still. Now, one of the really cool things about Isa, pun intended, is that if you're standing on a glacier, there's so much power underneath the glacier of running water, scouring a valley. They carve these immense valleys. So a glacier is not standing still. It's always moving. And there's always power in the stillness of it. And we just don't really have the perspective to really gauge its movement, right? Because we're only here for a short time and glaciers have been here for a long time. So, now, let's back up and review. The energy for January is Othila. How not to interact with that 
is Ewas. How to interact with that is Isa. Family matters for the month of January are going to be at the forefront of our lives. We are not going to be getting rid of people. We're not going to be moving a lot of energy around family and putting thing, getting things out to pasture and bringing new things in. We're going to be sitting still. We're going to be allowing for calm, quiet stillness. There are a lot of things moving, but we can't feel them and that's okay. So just allow any of your family things to be quiet and still for the month of January. So you can see how taking all of the knowledge from the 33 runes, the 33 episodes prior to this, and now we're going to be incorporating them into basically interpreting. So part of interpretation for me comes from my psychic abilities. Part of it comes from the fact that I've been doing this so long that I see the patterns already. And I hope that that's where you all can get to, if that's your goal, whether it be for other people or for yourself, is that you can begin to see the patterns, the bigger patterns that are happening. I hope this has been helpful for you today. I hope it's been uh, kind of a cool little look into our January of 2023. And if you have questions, please feel free to let me know. You can send me feedback through the web, the um, podcast website that you're listening to, or you can go to runewalker.com and send me a comment or question through the website. In the good old days, you could just bring me a chicken or some eggs, vegetables from your garden, or even a side of bacon to help support runewalking in modern times. But I guess they didn't even have podcasts back then. So, actually, let me stop you right there. I'll still take any of those things as support from you all if you'd love to continue listening to Runewalking in Modern Times. If those things don't quite fit into your payment plan, feel free to go on over to runewalker.com. There, you can find the opportunity to book a rune reading or a soul map reading with me. If you're not sure what either of those things are, you can scroll down to the video section of the page and I'll explain it to you. If you're more of a I need something physical to hang on to. In my store there, we have t-shirts. The t-shirts are graphic runic designs. I've placed these runes together, maybe in a way to, in a basic way to put it, make a spell. We're creating intention and power in one symbol, and those symbols on these t-shirts can help you just as much as they've helped me. We have the Runewalker t-shirt, which is actually called Know Your Path. It's a combination of Kenaz and Rido. It's how I sign my name, basically. We also have Iron Oak and Aurochs, which is a strength and endurance shirt. One that I kind of thought of when I had been going to the gym for so long. Beyond that, we have 
the freedom shirt. For me, freedom is being centered, grounded, and shielded. We have an all-fire shirt, which is all of the fire runes put together. We have the release shirt, which is basically letting go. If you got shit you need to let go of, wear that shirt today. We have a few other shirts in those designs, so head on over to runewalker.com and take a look at the other ones. I thank you for your support. I thank you for listening. I thank you for showing up to help you know your path. I hope that my experiences on the show help you know your path better. And uh, I hope with my t-shirts, you'll be able to wear your path. Thanks again. I wanted to take a few minutes and talk about the concept of know your path. It's something I've been using recently as kind of a tagline, I guess, for RuneWalker. But it's been a symbol that I've been using for a while now, quite a while, with Kenaz and Rido together to be my signature as a RuneWalker. And more recently, it's come to mean know your path for me. This tagline, motto, mantra, whatever we want to call it, came out of my experience working with a business coach, to be quite transparent about that. In my training with this business coach, who is an amazing business coach, I was asked to and came up with a personal values statement. If you've never done this, it's a very interesting exercise. And the first time I did it, because it can be a values ethics statement, but the first time I did it, I narrowed it down using like 400 words, went through this whole process of trying to figure it out. And what happened was I, I created this list of words that I then put on my wallpaper on my phone. So they would be with me all times. Anytime I looked at my phone, this is how I want to live my life. Wasn't a statement, but more of just 10 concepts, 10 words. Well, the runes saw fit or the norns, or maybe I did it to my fucking self. What happened was I met someone uh, in a romantic context who embodied every single one of those words to a fucking T. I hated how that went. It didn't end. We're not together. Great person, you know, best of luck. And what it showed me was everything I thought was important. Everything I thought I valued. I maybe would have valued had I not been in the space I was. Now, what does that mean? I know it sounds cryptic. The grass is always greener on the other side, right? So I had a very structured life. I had my Google calendar. I had clients. I had everything listed out in a very 
structured way. Well, one of the things that I put on my value statement was that I valued flow and, you know, all of these beautiful flowing words and open things and it was everything I didn't have at that moment and everything I needed to have to balance. So as it was shown to me, it was shown to me that that, that really doesn't, didn't work for me. And it's still, I'm way more open to things now, having been like over a year later, but it really made me look at the things I value and why, and why do I think I value these things? Just because you're pagan doesn't mean you have to value flow of water. Like we can respect it, but it doesn't have to be something that's a a big value to you, right? So that was a very simplistic metaphor. But so know your path. In my most recent encounter with this exercise with my amazing business coach, um, she allowed me to come up with this on my own. And I feel like I couldn't have come up with what I came up with a year ago. It just wouldn't have worked. And maybe in a year when I revisit this and revamp it, if it needs revamping, I might have to change something again. And that's okay. So my personal values exercise, this is my paragraph that I am living by. In this life, I strive for harmony and freedom while in pursuit of knowledge and experiences to enrich and enjoy my journey. I desire to take on life's experiences with ambition. I will honorably and resourcefully face the challenges placed before me. I really like that statement. And as I kept reading it over and over after creating it, I realized that know your path has nothing to do with the destination. In fact, sometimes knowing the destination gets in the way of the path. It's a distraction. Knowing the path is knowing how you want to move forward in life. I want harmony and freedom while looking for this knowledge and these experiences that come with life. I want these things to be enjoyable to me. I want them to make my life richer. I know life is going to throw me challenges and there are going to be experiences that I'm going to need to push through. I'm going to need ambition for. I'm going to need resources for. And I want to do all of these things honorably. Honorably isn't a destination. Honorably is how we interact in the moment. So, if you would like to, think about what your path is. When you know your path, what we're knowing is how to step onto the ground in front of us. We're knowing what ground we would like to step onto. We're maybe not even that. We're knowing that the ground we step onto is going to be an interaction. And how are we going to interact with that? 
It's not about the destination, folks. It's about the path. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, this first episode of 2023. I hope you took something away from the interaction we had with the runes concerning the energies for January. I hope that you have began to see the patterns and the interactions that arise when the runes come together and when they come together with us. I hope that our little foray into Know Your Path provoked some shifts that will be beneficial for you on your path. Again, I appreciate all of your support. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate the energy you put into listening to Rune Walking in Modern Times. Thank you again for joining me at my hearth and my fire. May your weird be filled with health, wealth, strength, and virility. <laughs>